just got pixlexia, okay? This all on you? This all on your cow? Welcome, foolish mortals. It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. The reference here is very obscure. Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast. It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever you get your podcast from or find us at ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. So I'm going to age myself a little bit. <laughs> Do you remember... The Mervyn's commercial with the lady with her face face pressed up against the window going, open, open, open. open. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> I kid about that constantly. Open, open, open. Uh, the younger folks might not remember that, but uh, I can't remember what it's a commercial for other than it's for, it was for Mervyn's. Uh, it might have been Black Friday. Or it something. was Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I think it was. Um, sure. And while, may, while people may not remember that commercial... Uh, I think people can highly relate to it these days. Right. <laughs> I think the reference is a little bit better when you just said that it was Willy Wonka, the kid holding onto the gates on the front of Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, <laughs> watching Disneyland close on the inside, being like, you know, yeah. nobody comes in and nobody ever goes out. <laughs> but someone has to be making the candy. Right. Uh, yeah. So I think everyone in the world in general has been having at least one of those moments over the last year for something for something you know whether it's your hairdresser or disney's people have been like gosh i wish this was open i've never wanted crappy popcorn at amc so bad (laughs) (laughs) i'm only kidding there goes that sponsorship i know they're not sponsoring (laughs) this part (laughs) they don't got no money to sponsor this podcast Poor little AMC. But Disney has a net. Thank goodness we finally have an announced date on Disneyland reopening. Oh, yeah. Well, after, I guess, 13 months later, 14 months maybe. Who would have thought? Disneyland is finally opening on what they have decided to be. (gasps) April 30th, 2021 is when they're going to be reopening. We're very excited for them, and they're going to be opening at a. They're opening at a very limited capacity of, uh, I think, fifteen percent is what they're going to be reopening at. Bam. You know, which sounds, by the way, absolutely amazing. <laughs> if the ticket prices are still for full price at one hundred thirty dollars and it's a fifteen percent capacity, I'm there. Yeah, like, I would do. It yeah. Like that. <laughs> If some of y'all weren't going to be there, I'd be there. We would fly cross country <laughs> to go down there because down at uh, Disney, down at uh, uh, Disney World, yeah. they are still operating at limited capacity. But I cannot figure out what that would be. I'm because... trying to see where that limited capacity is because everything we see <laughs> looks very crowded. Where exactly is your limited capacity? At you, yeah, the... like. 
are you are you limiting i don't know the number of steps people are allowed to take or because it certainly ain't people. i cannot see where you're limiting at. the ducks that you allow into the park right because there still seems to be a lot of people walking around yeah and people have said that obviously like before with like epcot they're like well yeah i mean even epcot's running at 50 percent capacity well on any given day it only sells out to 30 percent, so it looks like an average day you yeah. know, people have said that in the past. Disneyland, on the other hand, is pretty much packed out frequently, very frequently. We've been there days where uh, they shut the gates and said we're at capacity. And you know it takes a lot for Disney to say we're not letting more people right. in. Now, the thing that I think is very interesting about this opening of the gates, right, is that Disney's been pitching a fit. Uh, for quite some time now about not having the ability to reopen their parks. Sure. And they were very upset, even so much so that they were saying that we're moving some of our um, our clerical services and different things. We're moving those to Florida. We're starting to, you know, re-question our position with California as a whole. Yeah. And all those different things. Um, and then finally, uh, they said, okay, you know what? We're going to allow you to reopen on April 1st. April 1st, all parks are allowed to be reopened. Uh-huh. But conveniently, Disney's not going to be able to reopen on the 1st because they have to rehire and restaff and retrain all of the people before they can reopen. Sure. They could not possibly do that, right? Yeah. Even though that had nothing to do with the event that was a touch of Disney that mm -hmm. they had already been talking about. We haven't We've not even talked about this as an experience quite yet, which is just crazy. But um, they have been pushing at downtown Disney in Disneyland. They um, they started re selling all of those. They've reopened the shops there. Yes. And then without permission, they basically just reopened the park at California Adventure saying, we're, you know, we're not opening the rides, but we are allowing all of our shopping to happen in there. Right. And even that was not allowed by um, California Lodge, but Disney just said we're doing it anyway. Mm. Then they created this entire event called A Touch of Disney, right? That was going to be about it. And it was this just is the one where they let you in to use the bathroom. Essentially, they're going to be letting you in to use the bathroom. And I feel like they already did another one that was like a taste of Disney before. Sure. And then they're doing this one. They've now expanded. They're going to do all five senses before they reopen. Before they reopen. And by the Still way, yeah, right. So <laughs> I didn't know much about The Touch of Disney. But it says that ticket costs are $75 to, that will include admission, parking in the Mickey and Friends parking structure, uh, unlimited Disney photo pass downloads, ooh. and a $25 uh, uh, food card for anything that's not alcohol, essentially. Okay. So they do give you $25, but literally... 75 50 bucks, let's just say. Yeah, well, okay, you could just call it 50 bucks, and I guess parking's 25, so I guess it's... But $75 they're charging folks just to come in and eat, essentially, and shop. And shop. That's crazy! But people will do it! And they did it, and then they had to extend it by an extra two weeks because the tickets sold out because it's yeah. a hard-ticketed event. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously... And, and I, we talked... They just made that announcement about um, the... Disney Forward event that they were that they're talking about that they're one expanding that yep. and you're thinking like a lot of ways I almost wonder if this wasn't a test of all of that that was happening oh. you know what I mean like they're like now wait a minute <laughs> how much can we get people to pay to just come shopping and eat yeah just to come shopping and eating here who even needs the rights because by the way Disney like that's the thing that they lose the most money on is the right portion of things. Right. Like they don't make nothing on the right. So if we can just get people to come in and to, yeah, I think it was, I think that they had kind of a 
aha moment of it. You know, like, wait a minute. We can totally, that's what the third park is going to be. It's literally just going to be a shopping park. Like, yeah, just charging $75 to get Which in there. Terrible. And by the way, I think your grandmother would do it. She won't go to the parks, but if you charge her $75 to go shopping, I bet she would do it. At a high-end shopping place? Love you, Grandma. Potentially. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. Uh, possibly. Uh, the, thing, the thing that I find interesting about this is that um, Disney caught a lot of flack for laying off a lot of employees right. uh, during a, the pandemic and things. Um and so you would think that they would have a real fast track to reopening plan yeah. already in place. Yeah. Where they would be like, okay, we're so excited to be able to open again. We're going to start bringing in people, you know, in small groups now, retraining, getting everybody set to come back in. You know, if you're just rehiring people, a lot of those people already know what they're doing. Right. Uh, but other people probably had, have had to find other jobs since right. they've been fired. Uh, so, I think it's interesting, like you said, for them to be like, all right, April 1st, you can open. Like, they're like, oh, uh, that's a little early. Yeah. Like, and you've just been complaining for the last 13 months that you wanted to open. So we say yes, and you get, you say, give us, give us a month. Give us a month. Well, then we'll get back to you. <laughs> wait till we get through this other, other paid event. Yeah. Wait till all these people who paid to come in and use our bathrooms are done. Of course. Then we'll get back to it. Completely true. Which, by the way, I think that ends on like the 22nd is what they said. And so then it's like the following weekend. They'll sure. be reopening the park. But yeah, awfully, awfully convenient all about it. Do we know what capacity they're reopening at? Like, are they, um, I saw a, a, a graphic about how uh, indoor queues are not allowed. Uh, the length of indoor rides is highly monitored and you can't be indoors for extended periods of time. You know, that kind of thing. Have you looked into any of those kind of... Everything that look it looks to be very similar to what Disney World went through when they were doing their reopening. It's going to be very much the same protocol on everything, okay. um, where they have the spaced out lines and and all of that. And then they um, are allowed; they're allowing fifteen percent of fire code capacity, which is different than what their gate code their capacity. capacity is. Yeah, and I don't know which one. I do know which one, but like, I know that when we were. When like with the nightclub, they'll say that you can allow 300 people and then they actually have 600 people inside. Sure. So fire code capacity is about half of what regular capacity is for the general. Cause it's like one person for every nine square feet. Um, okay. Something like that. So they probably figured out whatever that is. And then they um, allow twice as many people in on a normal day. So, well, and I think they're probably going to end up doing a lot of what Florida did and also that you have to predetermine when you're going to be there, uh, which is to say you pick a date and say, this is when we're going to be in the parks. And once all of those passes are consumed, they stop allowing passes for that day. I feel like that has to be the, that has to be the d protocol for Disneyland going forward for you think point. in general they need to do that because <laughs> it's yeah the, the, that park is so busy all the time already mm -hmm. that even if even if there's always availability there it like because we talked about that before that if you how heartbreaking would it be because they don't have a system like that in place right yeah so 
you and I just decide we're going to have a um, weekend down at Disneyland and then we drive two states away, get there just to find out that the gates are closed. Like that would be pretty upsetting that you're like Griswold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of came here for one thing. God forbid we go to the beach. We're not doing that. (laughs) Sand. Yuck. Yeah. What's sand? (laughs) No kidding. And why would I play in a dirty ocean when you guys have a beautiful clean pool right here? Right. (laughs) Wow. You are Disney's ideal customer. Um, No. And also for starters, uh, it's going to be in-state guests only. They aren't allowing out-of-state guests into the park. Mm. It It is California. It is family only at Disney for right now. Which, um, you know, is a choice. Uh, I guess they don't want large masses of people traveling from out of state, potentially with different uh, protocols. Right. Bringing a lot of stuff in based on that. Yeah, you know Nevada don't care. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Wow. There goes all our Nevada listeners. I'm just kidding. Uh, So, in general, I think it's a very cautious opening, but I think it needs to be because... As much as everybody is ready for it to open, I think being responsible is also very much in the forefront of their mind. They don't want to be like throwing the gates wide open and causing an outbreak of COVID. Right. Be- you know, it would be very bad press on them. Yeah, and hopefully so. That like I know that the, the uh, vaccinations are coming fast and quick now. We finally we got signed up for ours. Congratulations! Mm-hmm. That makes us happy. Four twenty. It means a whole other thing to us now. It's so right? much more important to us now. <laughs> What it was before. <laughs> we celebrate right. That's how yeah. we do. You do you, your drugs, we'll do ours. <laughs> <laughs> fun story. Actually, fun story, by the way, though, is that we're getting vaccinated at like the Delta hangar at um, Hartsfield International Airport or something. Yeah. Yeah. How great is that? And then as soon as we get vaccinated, we take off. Exactly. Then you literally just board the plane on the way out. <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be funny. But yeah, so anyway, they're reopening the parks a month later than they need to. That part is going to be available. We also got an uh, reopen. They finally made the announcement of Ratatouille, right? Yeah. The ride has been, we were just talking about it just like last week. We were talking about it, that um, that it's finished and ready to be opened. But they're going to wait until the season um, allows for it. So October 1st is going to be the official kickoff of the 50th um, celebration for Disney World. Right. And that's going to be the first day of Ratatouille. Right. Because what doesn't say your 50th birthday like a ride of rats (laughs) after a pandemic? Oh, hysterical. Uh, uh, it, it makes sense. Um, it is unfortunate for them that they're going to miss the summer months, uh, which is normally when they would capitalize more on a new attraction uh, with everyone going. But it does make sense uh, to put it off a little bit to hopefully the point where uh, a lot of people have been vaccinated and therefore um, restrictions can be softened a bit. True. And you can you can get back to the Disney style that I hate of cramming everyone and anyone into as many <laughs> small spaces as possible. Right. Responsibly so. Yeah. Uh, the first time we rode Frozen Ever After was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever done in my life. Do you remember this? Almost as bad as um, the river ride at Pandora. Oh, yeah. That was also was uncomfortable. These itty-bitty little boats. I am not a fan. We I, are American. We need our space. And 
the Frozen Ever After ride was not made to hold seven adults on in a row. one row. It was awful. Or four in that little basket of a boat that they put <laughs> us in. It's ridiculous. I can't figure it out for the uh, life of me. The only thing that I am sad that we weren't able to go to the parks, no, not the only reason, but one of the reasons that I'm sad that we weren't able to go to the parks during the last year is because they finally ran the park the way I would want it ran, That's which is point. me and my group get our own car. You and your group stay away from me. I want six feet between us in lines because I don't want you breathing down my neck, even if there's not a global pandemic. Yeah. You know, like there are all sorts of things that I'm like, man, that, that would have been nice. Yeah, but, possibly. We might still have time to squeeze one in real quick. Right. So that's what we're really doing. We're getting vaccinated on 420 and then just making the drive to Florida. Yeah. We're getting on the plane plane and flying to Orlando (laughs) immediately thereafter. Uh, So I I am excited for that to open uh, partially because maybe it will take some of the pressure off the other attractions and make it easier for us to get on them since we haven't ridden them yet. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, we haven't uh, been able to ride. And it's very, very difficult to avoid spoilers because... yeah. Everyone and their grandma has a YouTube channel that wants to spoil everything for me these days. Right. So I haven't seen that one. I also haven't seen Rise of the Resistance. I may be the only person on the planet who hasn't watched a video of it. I've avoided a good fair chunk of it. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I literally close my eyes if they ever start talking about it. They even mention the name. Oh, stop story. spoiling this. Um, so I'm excited to potentially get on that. I mean it's still fairly new and people are still losing their mind over it. So I doubt it'll be easy to get on, but you know, who knows? The real question is if we were to walk into Disneyland for the first time after being closed for 14 months, Mm. what is the first ride you go on? Um, I think I, when you asked me this question originally, I think I said pirates, didn't I? Yes. And I would, uh, I think I would agree with you. Uh, it is, it is the epitome of Disney for me. It is beautiful storytelling. It is a really long length. It is thrilling and relaxing all at the same time. The line moves extremely quickly. This is where I want to start my Disneyland reopening journey at. Right. Personally. As a pirate. As a pirate. Possibly Haunted Mansion. I might consider Haunted Mansion too. Mm. Um, obviously, I love Star uh, Space Mountain, so that might be another one that you'd want to get it out of the way before the line gets too crazy. Yeah. Because that's the thing about pirates is that it takes up so much of your time, 25 minutes, so by the time you get on and off of that, then all the other rides are now hours long. Right. So you, it might be better to go to Space Mountain first. So I guess I'm going to go with Space Mountain. Okay. That's going to be mine. Uh, riding roller coasters first thing in the morning isn't always a great idea, but oh, you're right. we do it anyway because you need to. Right. right? I, I'm interested to see uh, if they reinstate Fast Pass in California. Um, they've ever ever oh. they've eliminated it in Florida for now. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens in California, or if it goes back to 1955 with you just standing in the line for the next six hours to get onto an attraction. Uh, I guarantee they'll bring back a, a thing, but I bet you it's max pass uh, times four. Pay for So like a $40 max pass or something like that. I bet right. you that the idea of a paper ticket and all the kiosks, they might as well have been taking those out the entire time. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, they had. Could you imagine on opening day, they all show up and they're all gone? Oh, I could be a thing. 
Oh, I'd have we'll a have to see. Attack. Would you? We haven't gotten one for years there. No, we do it all but the um, for people that know how to use FastPass, it it is the difference between a horrific trip to Disney and a fun trip to Disney. Yeah. Um. So, as much as it FastPass sucks for people on the regular line, um, it's that much better when you have a fast pass completely like it's equal well that's the problem with uh, the way that we do disney world is that we never get good fast passes to anything so it just makes for a different experience completely yeah i mean and that's that is the concern is that disneyland is going to go more hey you have to be really wealthy to have a really good time at our park right which universal's been doing for years and stuff already because honestly a fast pass on to um uh, Figment isn't really a fast pass, is it? Uh, I mean, <laughs> who are you passing is the real question. <laughs> that is the most depressing. The dust bunnies rolling through the We've multiple times literally shown up to get onto uh, Figment and had a fast pass and walked by nobody to get on a car all by ourselves. Right. Poor multiple Figment. times. They really need to overdo that ride and make it an event again. Imagination. I love that, right? <laughs> uh, but that's a that's a discussion for a different time. We'll see what happens with Disney reopening. I'm excited uh, for them to just get back to uh, doling out some magic over on the West Coast, oh. um, and to get some of these cast members back to work is always Very exciting. True. I mean, I'm glad for that. So, uh, congratulations, California! Congratulations, Disneyland! Welcome back. Uh, and it's like I always say, get out of my way. I'm getting on pirates. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-finger point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast. <laughs>